Hey everybody, thanks for joining Spring Pack, the podcast. We have a great show lined up, lots to talk about, so let's get after it. Hey everyone, thanks for joining this episode of Spring Path, the podcast, where we're going to learn today about EHL uh, hospitality and business school. And today, as our special guest, we have Liberty Shung and Carla Ragosa. Hey, how's it going? Hi. Hi. <laughs> thanks for joining me. All right, so let's learn a little bit about, about the school that you're representing here today. Um, I know that uh, you have locations in Switzerland and Singapore and really, I'm really interested in learning because you have some really cool things on campus and you have a very unique focus on what you do. But uh, right before we get into that, Liberty, let's start with you. Let's introduce you to the team and all our listeners. Uh, tell us how you got into the role that you're in today. Hello, everyone. My name is Liberty. I'm super, super excited to be here. Um, I am EHL's recruitment officer for the Northeast region of the U.S. and Canada. I'm actually an EHL alumni, alumni as well. I graduated last July. And the way I got this role was, you know, I, I've been able to live the EHL experience and I really wanted to share it with others. And I also um, wanted to move to New York and that's where I am now. And I'm just really happy to be here, to be able to meet students around here and just share my experiences. Yep, no, and I think it's great. You're actually, uh graduating recently and being in the role still, you're, you're like hands-on right on the pulse. So this is going to be great. I have a lot of good questions for you. And then Carla, talk to us about how you got in this role. Yeah. So I've been in the higher ed realm for some time um, now, and really I wanted to kind of grow professionally. And after being with the U.S. admission side uh, for some time, I decided to start looking at um, more like international type universities and EHL was a great fit. They were looking for somebody that, you know, spoke another language, specifically Spanish they were looking for that lived in Florida and had traveled before. So I was like, check, 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 you know, and here we are. Um, I did just recently visit um, the Lausanne campus in Switzerland uh, for EHL. And so that was really great. I got to see it and taste it. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to put you on the spot right now. So because I know you were able to do this before, can you say the name of the school? Because I cannot. Okay. Ecole Hotelier Lausanne. So EHL. Um, and it translates as like School of Hospitality in Lausanne. Um, so we are in the, um, in Switzerland, a lot of people ask me like what language is spoken there and they actually speak yeah. uh, four different languages. So you'll uh, most likely see Italian, French, um, and German. And then there's a small area that is uh, Romanash, Romanian. Um, so we're in the French side um, of, in Lausanne is what you'll see as more French. <laughs> that's that's excellent. I, I didn't realize it was it was broken up like that with different languages. Yes, <laughs> so. it's so much fun. Everybody there speaks like three or four languages. No, um, minimum. Minimum. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Well, is that is that a uh, um, something new students considering the campus should be aware of, or how does it how does it work on campus for students? <laughs> Liberty can tell you. For the languages? Yeah, how many yeah, languages did languages. you learn? So, I mean, okay, for me, I I just know English and Mandarin, and a lot of people are like, do I need to know French if I want to go? Yeah. No, I got away four years fine without knowing <laughs> any French. It's very, very international, and going around, like, the town in Lausanne, um, I, everyone spoke English, so it was really easy to get around, and courses, everything's taught in English. Um, You can choose to teach 
uh, take it in French as well, but we, it's everything. Sure. So there's options. There's options. Okay. That's great. So there's not a major barrier coming over from the U.S. People are All really right. friendly. They let me, they let me speak my broken French and like encouraged me. Um, and then we'd switch back to English when we needed to get stuff done. They're like, okay. <laughs> well, it sounds like a good experience. And actually, I, I had a chance to catch up with you both offline. And um, let's let's kind of dive into the uniqueness of the school. I mean, there's one bachelor's degree in international hospitality, right? In many, many cases, when we talk to different schools, especially on this show, um, they may have a hundred or more programs with this one is very focused and everything is kind of built around that from the campus to the teachings, to the internships. So why don't we, why don't we start with, with that? What are some of the uniqueness of the school itself? Um, I can just, oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, for me, um, I think what's really unique about this school is you're really part of very uh, diverse and international environment. You have over 125 nationalities, people from all over the world. Um, and uh, the program itself is also super unique. Uh, it's very hands-on. Um, and also the campus is great. Uh, if you get the chance, look up some photos and videos. Uh, we have our own um, Michelin star restaurant, which is very, very cool. You don't really get that at a lot of universities. <laughs> no. um, so, yeah. And um, I mean, we'll talk more about this later on, but because it's so our school is so hands on, um, actually, in your first year, you do kind of work at the school. So when you go to these restaurants within the school, they're actually all students. They're your classmates that are working there. Um, but I will talk more about that later on. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I come from a humanities background, uh, so I love to look at like the history of things and like why it all came. And so um, EHL is is super innovative in the sense that um, it was the the founder Jacques Shumi. Uh, there he had he was having some trouble with like the hotel that he was running, and he realized that like it wasn't it wasn't that it was just that there was no place for people to learn these types of sure. skills. Yeah. And so you know you hear about like Swiss hospitality, and like that's like from us, like you know that's Jacques Shumi like creating this kind of school for people to learn there uh, because he needed to run a hotel and he had certain things that he wanted things to be run. Sure. And so that started. So um, when you see like the highlights of, of this, I'm like, okay, EHL is the world's first hospitality management school. Uh, the very first, there was nothing like this before. And we've been doing this for over 125 years. Um, and with that, like, I also think of the word innovation, because again, it was just something that you know, wasn't there. And this person had, uh, had the thoughts and ideas and also like the grit to like put this all together. And now it's become just this, you know, we're, we're international, we're off, you know, we're out of Switzerland as well. We're also in Singapore. Um, and there's just more to come. That's what I tell people is like, there's still other ideas coming along and EHL is gonna um, continues to be the number one, like best hospitality school in the world, even today. Um, for yeah. this. So I think those are really important things to consider. And again, I, I love history. So I thought that that was really cool. <laughs> no, without a doubt. And, you know, it speaks to the, um, the character and the, uh, the, 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 you know, the overall campus and the school itself, but the fact that it's been around for so long, this wasn't something that just popped up within the last decade. This was something where, you know, he was obviously looking to fill a gap. There was a gap in the industry. 
built this whole program and it's grown to what it is today. And you're very laser focused on what you do. But what's really nice about it is when you hit the campus, talk to me about some of the things that, uh, uh, Liberty, I'll ask you that first year students, once they land, because it is very, it's laser focused, but it sounds like it's a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think what sets us apart a lot from other schools is that the way our first year first year is built, um, it's what we call it the preparatory year. So within the first semester, the first day you come to the school, you're you're starting, like you're gonna start working and it's 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 fun because you know it's it's not your typical um le lecture with the professor, you know, it's very, very it's just workshops. So this can be in the kitchen. Um doing service or you're chopping up, you know, you're prepping. Um, and also um, you could be doing housekeeping and you do your wine tastings. Um, the day can start at 5 a.m. where you have to wake up to go to the kitchen to prep the pastries or can end at 11 p.m. where you end your service at our Michelin star restaurant for the night. Um, so it's very, very unique. Um, every week it's a different workshop. And then that's for the first semester. And for the second semester, second semester, you go on your operational internship. So it's nice because you kind of get to put what you've learned um, at school into practice. And this full year, you really get that full immersive experience of what that the really what the hospitality industry is like. Um, sure. Well, let me, let me ask you a follow up question to that. So in that first year, it sounds like it's it's very hands on. It's not like a typical lecture hall, like you were saying. Um, and then you go right into inter internships uh, in the second semester. Um, but let me ask you a kind of a, a higher level question. In that first year, what are you seeing that successful st first year students are doing that maybe others are not? Um, any key indicators that you would share? I mean, since you've been through it, what what would you what would you say? I would say a big part is teamwork. Um, you really have to be able to work with all types of people because people get into arguments. You're like, no, when I was there, people were fighting, but it's, you know, <laughs> that's, it's good. You get to learn how to work with all types of people. So I think the people that really do do well are people that know how to lead, but also know when to step down, you know, because that's very important in a team environment. Um, and also they're just, they're motivated, they're passionate. They want to be here. They're excited. They have a good attitude. Um, I think if you have that energy around you, everyone ends up having a really good time and you meet really, really good people and you have really special memories with these people. Sure. Without a doubt. I mean, I think it's important to know we kind of glazed over that, um, you know, the gambit of the food, but also the wine tasting, because over there, the drinking age is 18, right? <laughs> so, so that becomes part of your whole it's an internship, mom and dad. It's absolutely required. <laughs> yeah, we actually just won. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna look for it, but we just won. Like our EHL students won like sommeliers, like oh. for this wine tasting. Did you see it on LinkedIn, Liberty? Yeah. Yes, our students did a competition like in Switzerland, and and we we won. We have the best wine tasters um, <laughs> around, or or something like that. Um, but but yeah, they it's that's really cool too. They told me the story of the I, I won't go into it. You'll have to talk to me later offline. But it's a um, it's really fun of of how the the like I guess the wine tasting started coming into play because we have some sure. alumni based out in California that help out with that. Well, yeah, there you <laughs> also, go. Also to add, what's um 
interesting is like you could be drinking wine at like 10 a.m. because that's when you have your class. So, you know, you wake up, go to class, have a few glasses of wine. So that's just something interesting. But it's culturally acceptable. That's exactly. it's just a, it's and it's partially yeah. required. We drink we drink a lot of coffee there. I was like, this is very big. A lot of coffee. Yeah. And there's there's a lot of coffee being served and and you're practicing as a barista, sure. like how to the different types of, of coffees. Um, they take it really seriously there. There was a lot of coffees that I had never heard of how to make that these students were making for people. I was like, mm, I wanna wanna try that too. <laughs> so that's so. kind of impressive. So it sounds like if uh, I'm a student, I come over, I you know take the campus tour, I fall in love with the place, Michelin star, Michelin star restaurant. Um, but also, I think you mentioned this offline, but it, you're also pretty self-sustainable with, you grow food, you have brand new buildings on campus. like. There's a lot up and coming there. Yes, that- um, I got to check that out as well recently. So, um, and some of the students talked about um, sustainability has been something that I think the hotel industry in general has. If you've been going, you may have noticed some things that they've been thinking about from like um, how often like housekeepers may come in and like change your sheets or, or things like that. But But it's also on like the type of food that is like, you know, bringing in, like, can we grow that here, you know, and then, sure. um, so, so those are things that they're also thinking about, um, and I think you'll, you'll just see that the campus is, like, at this really, like, trendy, modern, artistic type of way, but it's also, like, minimalist, like, very clean, um, think, like, sharp edges, you know, and, like, uh, just, like, and, and everybody's, you know, dressed up, so it just looks really fancy when you, when you go in, and, and I, I like being surrounded by that. <laughs> so so let's talk let's touch on that a little bit I, I know you mentioned uh how people dress so you know literally mentioned in your first year you're gonna have you're gonna have you working there uh right out of the gate uh so talk to me about the campus style with uh dress code um so for first year students um you have uniforms um you'll be you have your kitchen uniform your service uniform but for everyone else um we we do have dress code as well um you see everyone in suits uh it's very business it's very professional um and it's for me i remember when i walked to um my first day of school i was i was kind of intimidated so i was like wow everyone is really really put together uh, but it's really nice to be in that type of environment because you automatically sure. are more professional and um i think it's a good way uh to help you prepare for for the future when you start working as well without a doubt yeah yes yes, exactly well so a couple of things we talked about offline related to that so you have the gambit that you're covering with what you're learning um you're, you're touching everything in the hospitality industry um then you have kind of this dress code where it's it's a little bit of a different environment, but you are, you're dressing professionally. But what that also leads to is some of the things we talked about. Um, we talked about uh, soft skills, um, customer first, also going into um, the working industry outside of hospitality. So Carla, can you share a little bit about that for me? Yes. Um, the, the hospitality industry has I think a lot of other industries are taking over uh, some skills that come from the hospitality industry. And then EHL is sort of saying like, you can just come here and learn, you know, everything that you need to know. Um, and so you may be hearing from other places that it's like, oh, this person candidate like knows everything really well, but they don't have those soft skills. So I may go with 
somebody else and teach them the rest because they already have those soft skills. Sure. Um, and so you've been hearing that a lot, but if you were to attend with EHL, you would have both of that, that knowledge. Um, we very much operate as like a business type school. Um, you will also learn about real estate, investing, financing. Uh, there'll be economics in there. You need to sure. understand those trends. Um, and then, but you're also going to be always thinking about the customer in mind, which that, that may not be the case in a, a school that's just for business, for example. Um, and you would have already served that. So in those four years that you're here, you know, they talked about that first year where you're already doing that internship, operational internship. But then again, later on, you will have another internship more into like what your focus may be, whether that may be banking or like, um, fashion design like it can go into that as well um or of course hospitality um so there there will be that um and and yeah just kind of going into like the alumni uh side of things we do have um a little bit like maybe like 54 percent it was like that that are in the hospitality sector but the other almost half um are not there in other other industries so i think that's really cool um so even though it's one degree, you get to be with everybody in the same degree, but there's also just different things that you can do from that degree, um, which I think you notice that with other degrees as well, where like I studied one thing and Liberty studied another thing, but we're both doing this same job, um, right? And so sure. these these are just great things. And, and definitely, again, EHL with the, uh, I just think of the Swiss hospitality and how EHL kind of helped bring that make that famous i i would say um they they have a really great school here set up um with the acsb accreditation on the business side um but then also the hospitality side together <laughs> well I'll, I'll tell you some of the things that i've learned in talking with schools that are abroad um, or international is a lot of times <clears throat> there are different co-op programs for us-based schools and they maybe do a semester abroad uh, or they spend time or a year um, but with you, it's actually, you're getting a full degree abroad. And in, if you don't mind me saying, I think it brings in a lot of different cultures, plus you're teaching in an international level. So with your alumni, and we'll, we'll get into that next, but with your alumni, you can, you're representative in so many different countries that students can really find job placement all over the world and use those skills. Yeah. So why don't we everywhere? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so let's touch on that. Let's kind of segue into it. I know you used a, a statistic earlier with me when we were talking offline about um, graduates and going into a certain level of uh, title or role, like sixty five percent. Yes, we have um, we have a section on our website. If you want to go on it, it's EHL by the numbers, and it has a breakdown. Um, currently, sixty five percent of our alumni are in some sort of like middle management or higher so ceo level um and i think that's really cool our alumni are really successful that could be again like they're in um in the hotel industry or maybe starting off their own business um but and how big but yeah, is your alumni network sorry how big in how big is your like alumni network Thirty thousand uh alumni right now yep and, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and I think you told me before it was something like 124 different countries, yes. something like that. Yeah. Yes. So you have you have kind of a broad range here. So it sounds like 65% of graduates are in a manager to C level uh, role coming out of there, and then 
Also, you have 30,000 plus in your alumni network representing over 124 different countries, which those are awesome stats, by the way. Um, so talk to me about um, networking and job placement. I'm a student there. I loved my first year, so I stuck around. I decided to graduate. <laughs> um, you know, I want to network as I'm getting into junior, senior year, and I want to start planning where I'm going to go. How does, how does the school help with that? Um, so I would say... Yeshul is very well known for their uh, alumni network. I mean, as we talked about earlier, we have 30,000 people all over the world. So, and all, and this is also in all types of industries. So easily, if you are interested in uh, real estate, but you want to go to, let's say, India, we got someone for you there, probably. Um, and I guess in another way that's... Um, to able to find these people is we have our own um, alumni portal and also a job platform. Um, sure. Alumni or other companies um, can post their job postings in there. And then that that's where you can find um, some job opportunities. That's where I found my current job. That's also where I found my internship. Because a lot of people or a lot of students are worried, how am I going to be able to find an internship? You know, is Asia going to help me? Or what do I do when I graduate? Sure. We have all the resources for that. We have our own career office um, that are always happy to help with any advice or um, looking for jobs. Um, so we have a lot of different Facebook groups for each country as well, where we have current students and alumni. So there's a lot, a lot of um, different ways to connect with people. and they know that you're from EHL, they're always willing to help. <laughs> well, I was going to say, there's, there's probably some um, uniqueness in that segment. In, in some schools that I interview, uh, they rely a lot on their alumni network because they have so many different programs and so many different um, positions that they can go into. But with EHL, you're very well known for this kind of very niche um, uh, market. And so beyond your alumni network, I would assume businesses from all over are going to be coming to your job postings. Yes. Yeah. We also have career fairs um, twice a year. So we have mm -hmm. over like, 200 companies coming to recruit. Um, but this is in Europe. So yeah. Sure. Yeah, I would assume so. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So one last question that I have is in and around uh, job placement. So we, we talked about alumni, you've got a great reach in 100 plus, 120 plus countries. Um, what is actually the job placement percentage? Because I know it's pretty high for your school. Yeah, we're at 96% right now. Um, so, and you can also, again, check out like our EHL by the numbers and we have lots of fun charts and uh, organization in there that you can check out. But we're currently at 96%, which I think is fantastic. No, that's, that's amazing. That's really good. Um, so with that, I think that kind of wraps up, you know, the percentages and the, the statistics for job placement. So, all right, let's say I've been listening to this podcast or I've been watching parts of the videos or different chapters and I'm like, okay, this is it. This is the place I want to go. How does uh, someone reach out for more info? Um, Liberty, how do they connect with you? So if you want to find more information just about us, you can go to our website, which is ehl.edu. If you have more questions, if you're interested in applying, we have a lot of recruiters and all over the world that are happy to help. Um, you can just email admissions at ehl.ch. Perfect. And I'll put both of those. You'll see the, the website below and in the description, we'll have the address that you can email to. And uh, I think that's it from our side. Any other last words? Come visit campus. If yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yes. So for everyone that's listening, please visit the website, reach out to Liberty and Carla, go to the admissions email, learn more. And as always, please visit springpath.net to see if EHL is a match for you. Ladies, thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate thank it. You. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Bye.